Hi everyone, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. My name is Diho and I have with me the very lovely and not so insufferable no IQ. Oh hi, hi guys. It's been nice today. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being oh. nice? Cut my hair. Well, well, I groomed. I didn't cut my hair. Oh, so when you don't groom, you are like a beast. And when you now groom, now you now calm down. I get it. Well done. Yeah. I wish you guys could see me. You know, I'm looking. I'm looking like I look twelve. He <laughs> looks. He looks like a young, cute young chap, like they always say over here. <laughs> Quite a lovely chap. Young chap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of uh, cute young chaps, um, today's topic we're going to be talking about something that is somewhat serious. Um, here and there, I don't know. We may attempt to bring some fun out of it. I don't know how that's going to be received, or if that is even appropriate considering the topic of the day. But um, I think it's something that is very close to my heart at at least Mm. and I think in some degree close to the heart of any sane adult (coughs) out there Um, but wait before we start so we're just going to just do this without actually um, acknowledging that we've been gone for a while just be like the the, you know that no. guy that guy <laughs> that guy that will just ghost you for like weeks and then come back like nothing happened is that what we're going to do okay so okay okay thank you for thank you for pointing out You're welcome. i was i was ill for a bit um so i wasn't able to you know perform my duties as far as the podcast is concerned i apologize for that that's but good. I'm back now and I'm feeling much better. So thank God for that. Yeah. Well, it's not easy because we're in different places and to find time to actually that works yeah. for both of us and to record is kind of a bit of a chore. But we're here now. Um hope you guys missed us. If you don't, then you oh, did. Well. Don't worry, we did. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we're back. Yay! But um, yeah. Anyway, Karen, sorry. Sorry, Ho. Yeah, so um, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, what we're going to be discussing today is the attack on the male and female child um, and the various ways in which that, you know, manifests itself in our society, you know, in Nigeria and even in the Western world, so to speak. Um... Actually, I want to start off by, you know, saying that I think that our cultures, and I think, well, maybe not so much here in Nigeria, but at the very least, from what I can see and observe in the Western world, I think that society has become hypersexualized. Yes, 100%. Um, it's so, it's so, it's so, I mean, it's so strange because, and I think 
technology has also also has a hand to play um, in that because now, I mean, you can spread all sorts of images and you know innuendo and all that as quickly as you know the speed of speed of sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that people have maybe as a people have some people have kind of like disregarded the fact that um even though you're an adult yeah you still and maybe you are more um what's the how, how do i phrase it you're more in tune with what adults do let's say yeah you still live here desensitized is that the word yeah, they're kind of desensitized to the reality that they live here with children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're an adult, but there is no other, you know, earth or planet where, okay, this is just, like, you live here with children. You bear children. And okay. I think, and I think that there's no greater example than um, what happened in America where on a train. Mm-hmm. A particular dating company, I believe, puts posters inside the train with images that were very sexual and full of innuendo mm-hmm. and all that. And the video was actually um, a woman, an Asian woman, who saw it and was so enraged by the fact that a company would think that this was appropriate, appropriate like this yeah. kind of imagery was appropriate to, first of all, put in a public place, mm-hmm. a train where people come and go. Mm-hmm. And secondly, where amongst those people who come and go are also going to be children. And, you know, the blatant disregard for that demographic of people was so, I mean, I understandably annoying because this particular woman was, you know, recorded tearing down these companies' posters within the train and saying how disgusting it was. And rightfully so, other adults inside the train agreed with her, like, this is doing too much. Mm-hmm. Like, kids yeah. walk by here to mm-hmm. school, back from home and all that, and you don't care that they are being exposed to this kind of content. information, mm-hmm. this kind of content, just as long as you can get what advertise whatever it is that you want to advertise and, you know, Serve your bottom line and make your profits to hell with you know whoever else. And yeah. I think it's just, I think it's just so, I think it's just so strange that that's something that can people can think that they can just do. Yeah. And we see it in movies as well. Uh, Don't get me started. Don't get me started in movies. I feel like I've given up right now. So my my own for myself tech for myself with my kids future children i am there's no tv i'm not taking them out they'll be in the car <laughs> take them in the car they're not going on that no public transport you know i'll get them so engrossed in themselves that outside is non-existent until maybe a certain age you know i've said that in my own in my own heart of hearts yeah. i'm going to homeschool my kids so People should finish messing up your own children, but my children will be fine. That's what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, but I, I, I like I totally get I, I get I get I get everything you said because I mean 
when you see something like that situation now with the train, where it begs it begs the question like how how do you actually raise your children? For example, for people like in our own our generation, like what is the world going to look like when we are the ones who are responsible for raising oh, you know the next generation? Chaos. And how do we protect? What are the strategies that we can use to protect you know Chaos. the younger generation from this sort of adult behavior let's say i feel like we need to have because, like a I mean, strong it's getting mind harder and harder. yeah you need a strong mind because at this point everybody's raising your child with you so is you the um social media um uh, social justice warriors and the government so you would need to us we would need to grow like really strong um thick skin and strong mind and what we want because they can they can attack not is the word that is the right word attack yes it is they can attack from every angle they can call you every name in the book in the name of you know you wanting to discipline your child or raise them a certain way you know so yes it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of like strong mind if you don't have strong mind like you can easily get manipulated to do certain things you know you would not like you know your children to experience in the name of this is what um, one social justice or self-acclaimed child psychology say you need to do you know and all that kind of stuff and government pushing to you know to um to want to take control of what your child sees and how your child should be raised you know but yeah i just feel like we just at the end of the day we just need to have like a strong mind and say okay this is how much power you're going to have full stop that's how I feel at the moment. But yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was I was I was I was um and I think a lot of it kind of I think on a psychological level, yeah, a lot of it emanates from this kind of erroneous idea that okay, because you're no longer necessarily a child, you now have permission to behave wrongly mm. or act poorly. Like you mm. say, okay. Uh, you're an adult now so but you know so some of the things that or some of the rules that any sane adult or authority figure would kind of um give or instructions that they would give to like young people like children really mm-hmm. it's kind of like some people feel like okay because you have now outgrown that those kinds of doctrines or yes. instructions mm-hmm. no longer apply to you in any way whatsoever like you're totally free from that I don't think that is necessarily the case mm-hmm. because um, and it says somewhere in the Bible where it says, okay, teach your children, um, I'm paraphrasing, but teach them how to behave, right? Mm-hmm. So that when they're on their own, they'll not depart from, you know, this kind of setting. No, path. that's why it's supposed And I think... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. White, I thought I should just white, put that white there. man's religion. That's a white, white man's religion. religion. That is white supremacy. No. I, I, I apologize for my internalized uh, racism. Uh, uh, so many words, babe. So many <laughs> words. So many, <laughs> so many def- definitions. You're a coon. Let's not get sidetracked. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just had to say. <laughs> So, <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for the joke. <laughs> going back to what, what else? If you don't get it, I'm sorry. Okay. Just forget it. Forget about it. Forget it. 
you know, it's like that particular um, verse in the Bible is kind of weighted because it, in some sense, assures you that the possibility of departing from said path is there. And it is, by definition, a byproduct of growing up. So that pathway is part of life. And the way that you can sort of deter your children from getting on you know, those paths is by teaching them you know, while they're young. Yeah. And I think, for example, with this, that company that did that, I don't know, I don't know whether it was just you know, negligence or maybe they did it on purpose, I didn't care. I maybe thought that, you know, it doesn't really matter who the demographic is, just as long as we have the biggest, you know, target population, regardless of their age or whatever. Yeah. They just have the most amount of people aware of our product, our product. and our service mm-hmm. and let them subscribe to it. And we don't care if it is damaging to them as far as you know their demographic is concerned in this case children or not let's just make money i don't know if that it's either begs that or to ask the out. question you know before all this before we before everything became very like it's very and hyper sexualized in the same sentence does make sense to me it doesn't but i'm just trying to emphasize how sexualized this whole um our world has become before all this, does you know there were ways people actually um, advertised dating um, apps and websites, right? You know, you have like okay, someone has like a like um like how they found love using this website. They didn't. There was no need to you know suck yeah. tongue or you know do any sexual or show acts, it, you know, any explicit explicit content. Yeah, yeah, there was no need for that. It was more like oh, meet James. He he applied or he um joined i don't know name my website hinge for example you know found the love of his life and then like it was like oh here's a nice story love works online there you go it wasn't like oh now it is um sex dating sex dating and that's 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 a very good point and i think it's it feeds into the ever-growing obsession with immediate gratification Hmm. and that manifests itself by you know as you said the manner in which this particular product a dating service is advertised now Hmm. now more than anything is advertised as with the example we gave sex so pleasure Hmm. hookups that is what the selling point is yeah at the, the forefront of you know the products being sold to the public mm-hmm. whereas maybe back in the day you would the the at the forefront of selling the product was this possibility of actually getting to know someone and connect with them on a level that has in itself maybe in rela- in relative to what we are saying now a harder level of difficulty or a higher level of difficulty mm. because it's risky to try and get to know someone mm. because that comes along with actual efforts in trying to get to know someone, listen to what they want, who they are, mm. and having the courage to also 
express who you are mm-hmm. and not just the good parts of yourself but maybe some of the not so great aspects of yourself and being vulnerable in that sense mm-hmm. and that takes a lot more effort mm-hmm. that has you know a longer um uh is it half life let's say mm-hmm. as far as you know getting to know someone is concerned and all that kind of thing but now it's like now now Swipe everything left, is now swipe right, right, right regardless now. of yeah yeah exactly <laughs> regardless of what the ramifications may be down the line mm. and you know it's it's kind of like we're trying to shield ourselves from the possibility of Real finding connection. someone that we don't necessarily connect with mm. because that can happen i mean you could try and meet someone and then you guys don't really you know connect or you don't really see eye to eye on some issues to the extent at which you would say okay let's try and have an actual relationship mm. so you know it's kind of like we're shielding ourselves from rejection let's say right that's a rejection that goes deep into our personalities and how mm-hmm. that relates to the personalities of other people right. and accepting instead you know physical transaction that mm-hmm. is you know based in nothing but pleasure so and, so what know, this, this that... so you could say these companies um saw that and decided to monetize on that or capitalize on yeah that part they need to have exactly. that quick gratification and then in yeah. this um excitement or flow of releasing adverts and making sure to attract users they forget that we have little people around who are who don't know anything who should have nothing exactly. to do with that part of adulthood or adulting or human experience and they just have to take it like yeah. you know that's crazy that's crazy is um i feel like we don't care about kids anymore like people don't like i don't know if they don't care or they feel like oh well um such is life they will do it anyway so let us just be the ones to show them now so that back there you get what i'm saying like you got you got people saying yeah. for example sex education in schools there are some sort of I understand sexual education in schools, but there are certain type of types of content that you, if you look at it for real, and you really ask yourself, like these kids don't need to know this part, you know, but they still yeah. teach them in school. So it's like, is it that you are trying to you are trying to really educate them on their own bodies and how the body change, or you're more of exposing them to, you know, um, what's the word? Um, to wanting to be part of this sexual act rather than inform inform you know there are some things you show someone and it's like, okay this is informative and there's another thing that you show something like oh i would like to try you know yeah it's like yeah i think yeah you get the, what i'm trying to say it's just, just... messaging yeah I, I get i get i get what you're trying to say and mm. you know another thing that really you know brought something back to my mind is when we're talking about um um social justice warriors and this isn't to categorize every you know, social justice warrior as this, but in this particular case, you know, um, especially with, you know, uh, the LGBT plus, you, you know, and all that. You got, you you got, know, the, you got the alphabetical rights. I'm happy for you. I'll never get it right, but you actually got it right. Well done. 
There are actually people advocating to allow children come to uh, kinky parades. You're saying advocating. They're already like doing it. Kids are already going. Like, they're letting kids go. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, just look at that in itself. And then people are coming out to justify allowing children come to parades or gatherings mm-hmm. where, you know, sexual kink is the order of the day. And and sexual kink is not even normal. Let's 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 not get it twisted. Okay. Let I'm sorry, I just have to make it specify. Let me specify well. Sexual kink, that's why they put kink. It's not bloody normal. An average human being, they okay, don't wait. go far. Okay, it's what? not normal. Okay, what okay. Well, I just, it depends on what you mean. If you look at the what whole world as okay, look at the whole world, right? In terms of the whole world, an average couple, the furthest they would go, in my opinion, no, I've not said I've done any research, but why could that be? <laughs> in my opinion, you please. Can, you can't, you, you, yeah. I know I cannot just make things up, but, but this is why I could imagine, right? The, the further sexually a couple could go, I would say would be probably, um, what's the furthest they could go? Okay, I can't, I can't actually, you can't, you I can't, can't do you, it. You, you I can't. can't. You can't. But I assure you, sexual, like, sexual kink is not a normal, it's not normal though. Like, it's not like the normal go-to. I don't believe it is. I personally well, don't. Okay, okay, you're telling me that everybody, 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 okay, let me ask the audience listening, like, every everybody listening, like, you're telling me that anyone, okay, from first night, um, uh, what's it called? One night stands to first date, sleep like having sex around that around that time. You're telling me that you would go all the way as far, tie him up, use with, <laughs> do you understand? Or oh dressing leather? Do you get no, what I'm trying to say? I, I, These are the kings they're showing on the streets. So I'm saying like this is not normal, like the average sexual experience. Do you understand? No. So. In in on itself, you're exposing the child to the extreme side of being, you know, sexual. Like you don't come, you don't come, okay, you don't speak a girl I mean, and she I starts get... wearing leather, or she wears like leather. When you say girl and she wears leather, wears the whole zip and does the whole stuff, and you are just missing her for the first time, you're just having sex with her. Like it will freak you out because it's not an average experience. That's my point. So well, it's like uh, well, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Stop acting, Kenny. Yeah, you know who you are. Let me know. Let me know how you expose yourself here. Uh-huh. Let me expose what, do you, what, what do you mean? Anyway, by that? I have. I'll just. I'll just try to make what my point. Dude, I'll just try to make my point. My point is, even if they will say they want to expose, like they want kids to do the kink, is not even the starting point. Why are you starting a child at kink? A child for them. If I'm even talking as if I even I'm even um I'm supporting exposing a child to sexual stuff. No, I'm. I do not. But if they are pushing to expose why are you starting from kink like literally kink yo y'all are crazy that's what i have to say that's my judgment <laughs> judging you i can't really i can't really give any um yeah hey, you will not see hope is not going to give it any, edu- any educated commentary on that because I mean, whoever defines whatever kink is, is the person that is defining it. Well, if but, you, but, but, but listen, the point I was trying to, the point, 
and I know what you're trying to make here, but I'm just trying to say, like, have you seen, have you actually seen this, this, um, this walk? Well, have you seen what these no, people wear? I, 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 I don't, why do I want to see it? Okay, let me explain because I've seen, I've not been there in person, but I've seen like videos, Jesus, like, literally. Jesus you said see, to protect our eyes. My guy, <laughs> you see, like, like, that's something like, the things they are showing and they are walking in and they are showing, it's not natural, it's not, not, not the word natural, but normal, average sexual experience that's what i'm saying like you see guys like naked guys walking around with with um i'm so sorry i'm going to be very graphic like they're wearing like there's no um, need to be graphic there's no need to be graphic no we get drearies on their private parts for example expose themselves no i'm trying to decent. make you understand the kink that they're exposing these children to mm. Why are you screaming? My friend, you're not six rest. Did you? Don't you? We get it. You're professional at this. Stop we understand. It. Anyway. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm not a professional at anything. Guys, we, it's we not letting me talk. Okay, fine. I won't say anything else. But There's all I'm saying is that kink is not the place to start to introduce anybody to sex, no matter the age. Kink is not where to start. But carry on. Yeah. That's my whole point. But yeah, go on. Anyway, what I was trying to say is... um that there's an insidious nature behind some of these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, let's be honest, there are people that would want to take advantage um, of children. 100%. And a very good example, a very good example of that is um, the professor uh, who <laughs> recently came out, had the audacity to make a video trying to, uh, take away the stigma of pedophilia, mm-hmm. saying it is that you shouldn't you shouldn't call people uh, pedophiles, but instead you call them sec- uh, minor. Uh, what, what was the minor, minor, minor attracted, attracted persons or something like that? Map minor attracted person, and I'm I'm like, look, this thing is a slippery slope that we have to be very vigilant of mm-hmm. because. When you when you allow when you allow certain you know you can turn a blind eye to something and you might think that okay it is just this one thing mm-hmm. but in my experience especially with this case at hand it never really is there's always a trickle down effect a snowball 100. effect 100%. and then by the time you've turned around you've seen that the snowball is bigger than you and you don't know how to keep it up the hill but what's what is my question is what is the um motive of making a pedophile sound more the title of pedophilia sound more palatable to others like why do you want to put a pretty bow on it it is what it is it is what it states that is the abuse of children so i don't know why someone will wake up and decide that oh that's discriminatory and um, let's find a more prettier more palate palatable word to use like i don't get it okay since we are at it let's look for a palatable word for murderers then you know <laughs> what about how about you know, death D A P, you know, death attracted persons or whatever you call it. Like, let's 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 change the name. You know, how about yeah, how about had... domestic abuser? Let's change the name of that too. You know, slightly slightly aggravated domestic personnel. You can't <laughs> say like 
it's might as well just keep keep it going since everybody wants to be woke and trying to um, pretty the world. And, and and the problem and the problem comes the problem stems from trying to I don't know I, I don't know why at the very core outside of to say it has to be spiritual you know the Bible says the devil roams around looking for like a running lamb seeing, looking for who to devour I can't articulate why this is happening outside of that or However, is it would you the, say the, selfish the, the or dirty desires looking for how far they can go the only way that i can describe i can answer as to why it is happening is from that, that bible verse at least now articulately that's the only answer i have however as to the method in which it's being perpetrated I have a theory that it's probably due to an incessant need to control, warp, and manipulate the way we use language. Because with language, right, mm, we express yeah. our thoughts and our ideas. Mm-hmm. And our thoughts and, I, and ideas is what shapes our reality to some degree, or at the very least, represents the tools with which we make sense of the world we live in. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I was, you know, I was thinking, and this is going back to the conversation I had with someone. Um, I had read an article, and this article, there was, they talked about the author, and I've, I've shared this with you before, um, where they were using they, where normally they would use she, because I looked at the picture of the author, and this person was clearly a female, from what I could tell with my eyes. Mm-hmm. But they kept using they, and I was like, I was so confused. I, How like, many I can't are really they? comprehend. I can't count. This, I this, block of, this block of text. And so I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> it will appear that this person is uh, suffering from gender identity disorder or gender dysphoria, as it is now stated in DSM 5. DSM 5 is essentially a compilation of uh, mental illnesses, a catalog of mental illnesses, and mm-hmm. perhaps some strategies that uh, clinicians use to uh, address such uh, illnesses. But anyway, I was having, and after I had read that and identified what they were trying to do by using they, where they would have used she, I, you know, I was like, I don't think this is um, something that I would do. Because it became clear to me that, okay, the reason why they are doing this is perhaps an attempt to uh, address the illness that this person has. So, but to me, it didn't really make any sense. And I was having a discussion with someone saying that, look, I don't think, should I ever meet someone who suffers from this illness, that I would go along and essentially enable their mental illness by giving them to the delusions that they have as a result of the mental illness. Because I don't think that actually helps them. Mm. You get like, why would you enable something that is harmful to someone else? Hope just you're because they say that it makes them feel good. Yep, it's official. He's going to get cancelled, well, guys. It, it, <laughs> whoever is cancelled. Here comes the work mob. Jesus has not cancelled me. God has not cancelled me. So Here I'm comes right. the work mob. Anyway. Let them find out where you work first. So, 
<laughs> so, you know, uh, I was having this conversation with this person. I, I expressed this um, ideas, and this person didn't agree with me, and said that essentially the point the person was trying to make was that oh, you know, you need to be compassionate, I need to be inclusive, and all that. I'm like, this doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not, you know, passionate and all that. For example, I made the premise that, okay, this is the premise that I'm building my point of view on, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has their subjective ideas Mm -hmm. or their subjective thoughts, statements, whatever. Fine, totally respected. For example, I can say that my mother is the best mother in the whole world, right? Right. And you can also say that your mother is the best mother in the whole world. She's right. Mm-hmm. Two, <laughs> yeah, <let that> two <laughs> separate, two separate statements, right? Mm-hmm. That mean the same thing, but you could interpret it as being conflicting. However, it's not to the point where you can say that it is one of us is objectively lying. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Because yeah. there's no there's no objective metric with which you can actually use to determine. Okay. Who is now lying between the both of you? Who actually has the, the best, best mother in the, the whole world. world? Yeah. So, as a result of that, you leave it at that. Okay, my me, I can say it, and you can say it, and everybody is okay. Yeah. But what you don't, but in a different example, where I say, okay, the Earth is flat, right? And you say, sorry, I don't agree with you because so so and so. As a result, the Earth is rounded. Right now, you can I can say okay, fine. I believe that the earth is flat, so you can believe whatever you want. However, what I don't get to do is dictate to you that when you are around me, you have to speak in a manner that projects the world as being flat just because you are um, around me mm, mm, to get to make yeah. me feel good mm. and validate my own subjective assumptions mm. that in itself is indirect it's infringing on my right of free speech at this point do you get so mm. you can have your subjective views about anything mm-hmm. but you can't have those subjective views in direct contravention with another person's ability to objectively perceive the world around them mm-hmm. Yeah. So if so if you're if you're a woman and you come up to me and then you tell me that I have to call you an aeroplane or I have to call you, you know, whatever other neurologist. You have to call me a 16-year-old boy. I mean, exactly. And where, where is the line? Can I do you, you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because if you say that someone's subjective view of the world can trump your ability to objectively view the world. Where do you then now draw the draw line, line? Yeah. Of how far that can go. Mm. Can I, a six foot one Nigerian, tell you that I am a five two Asian girl who is 16 years old? Mm. Like, where is the line? Yeah. Do you get? Because, mm. and that's what I was talking about, like the slippery slope. Because if you turn a blind eye and then you look back, that's it. Beyond your You're control. done. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And, you know, I was, and this was what I was trying to 
you know, explain to this person. And, you know, to me, it makes sense. I mean, okay, I even give another example because I study psychology. If someone is schizophrenic, right? Mm -hmm. And a symptom of schizophrenia is they can get delusional. If a schizophrenic comes up to me and says, oh, I need to wear a tinfoil hat around my head and cover my whole body with it because the aliens are shooting down rays to us on the earth and I need to wear that 24 hours in a day. Mm. This is someone that I care about. Let's say it's a family member of mine. Mm -hmm. Would you then say that in order to be inclusive or be appreciative or be compassionate, that I go ahead and agree with what this schizophrenic is saying. Or even when, so they, don't, even when they say that you have to also wear the, like the, the that, same, exactly. that you have or, to wear exactly. it. Would you not say, okay, because you, you want to be inclusive, you join in the, in the whole, yeah. you know, and then, cons- and then wear, and wear, wear the know, same thing. Material around, yeah, around myself when I'm around them. Mm. Just so that they feel, they feel comfortable. Like, that doesn't yeah. As a clinic, as a clinician, no, no clinician worth their salt tells you to give into the delusions of someone who is mentally ill mm-hmm. as a, in an attempt to help them live healthy lives. Mm-hmm. That is simply just not something that any sound clinician tells you to do. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they tried, this particular person tried to like pull on, you know, emotional strings and all that. I'm saying, oh, because of tears, I'm feeling bad and feeling depressed and all that. I was like, okay, look, if I have a son and he asks me for my car keys, he's 10 years old, he wants the key of my car. Hmm. My Mercedes Benz. Sorry, Mercedes Benz. Mercedes. Mess these bands. <laughs> you get like if provided that obviously the reason why he asks for it in the first place is because he finds the car fascinating, he finds driving fascinating, you know, the sound ping ping is probably something that makes him excited and all that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he asked in the first place came from a place of excitement, wonder, you know, uh, curiosity about the unknown. Mm-hmm you know, and all that kind of stuff, which in and of itself is not a bad thing. But the fact that I know that he will probably feel it to be disappointed once I tell him no, or the fact that he cries when I tell him no, doesn't mean that I need to now give him the keys to my car because Mm. he feels bad or because he feels disgruntled or because he's crying Mm. or because he's going through some negative some temporary negative emotion at Mm. the time Mm. and it doesn't mean that because i didn't give him the keys that i don't care about him or that i'm not compassionate yeah right Mm. or that i don't i don't see the world from you know his angle or whatever Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that actually it means the opposite opposite. of that it means Mm -hmm. i actually care about him Mm. because i know that he doesn't have the faculties physically and you know uh uh what, what's the word intellect wise or mental. he doesn't have 
<laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the faculties all around to be able to protect himself, one, mm-hmm. protect the property, that is the car, mm-hmm. protect the lives of other individuals around. that may be yeah. using the road. Mm-hmm. and property of you know everyone else he can't do that yeah so even though he may cry i tell him no son not yet no or not no, yet or whatever or not today, and i break no, it down stop. to him yeah <laughs> and i break it down to him so you know even from that angle it doesn't the logic is so flawed mm. and it doesn't make any sense and you know it comes from that back to what i was saying about you know uh, warping and manipulating language yeah. because in Canada they actually tried to put it into law mm-hmm. whereby you could be imprisoned if you didn't go along with let's say the pronouns that someone said was their preferred pronouns that you could actually face you know the justice system if you didn't do that and obviously there was a lot of pushback of course most so- definitely from Professor Peterson so I mean yeah, I, yeah, that's I what that's that, what yeah. that's the thing. That's it. They try yeah. to warp language, mm. and you know, from this angle, you also see it now coming out when they are saying pedophiles are should be called minor attracted person. Yeah, really. And then the and then what what you will see is that if you don't do that, if you get to the point where if you are one that says I can't call you that, they call you because yeah. demonize you, mm-hmm. say that you are a bad person or you are not compassionate to the to the problems and plights that these kinds of people face and all that kind of stuff. So they kind of pressure you into speaking the way they want you to speak. Mm. And as a result, thinking the way they want you to think. Because as we said, speech comes from what is inside. Mm-hmm. It's from your mind. It's from your yeah. heart. Your thought yeah. speech is just a way of manifesting what your thoughts are. So essentially, mm. they want to control the way that you think. Mm. about certain objects about certain subjects i I just remember the Hollywood movie funny enough okay so when we were talking it just hit me how i don't know if it's the lack of because there's you can't say there's no education but there is like there's education there's information but the refusal for people to understand the meaning of certain words when they want to use it you know compassion does not necessarily mean agreeing with the person or doing what the person wants exactly that's not what compassion exactly. is you know compassion is knowing what is right and knowing it's not, not yeah knowing what will work and what is right and what makes you know objective sense and then using love to explain to the person why okay if this is how you feel okay do you want to explain why you feel that way there's nobody's asking why anymore everyone just say okay yeah sure mm-hmm that's what you want to do. Yes. Um, yeah, you feel this way. Okay, cool. You want to do this? Yes. Go on. You say you say you are a cat. Sure. Let's get you a freaking, yeah. you know, a tag. That's you know. Good. Um, you want to Everybody change your orientation? No question of oh, why? How? What did you think this means? You know, okay, no, yeah. Book a doctor's appointment. Here's your medicines. Let's go. Like, no one is doing the questioning of why that in itself i think it's evil it's not compassionate it's actually evil and even and even i forgot him i forget the name of the professor even those who actually ask questions Mm. are demonized for even asking questions asking questions it's not even it's not even telling them that you can't it is why do you think this way 
confused. Like, why? You know, there has to be an underlying military reason. branded as you know the other side or yes. the enemy. Yeah. And this particular professor, she was you know attacked for carrying out experiments, you know, in this you know domain of uh, this particular illness of uh, gender dysphoria and all that. But she also got some positive um, messages. It, but it just yeah. goes to show how radical some of these um, people are and some of the ways that they think. And, you know, in Nigeria, maybe you're listening and you're in Nigeria and you're thinking, oh, well, <clears throat> this is something that, you know, is only affecting them in their blood and all that. I have looked at it this way. If you're listening to this now, you're probably, let's say, middle class or upper middle class or whatever, because you can actually afford to listen to this. If you have children, a lot of them get their entertainment consumption from where? From the, the Western West. world. Yeah, 100%. You have, you have cable in your house, you have DSTV. I can assure you, the vast majority of them are not watching Funke uh, Akindele more than they are watching <laughs> more than they are watching you know you know Mnet or, or whatever mm. this is where they are getting a lot of their information from mm-hmm. and this particular this western world is under attack from you know Every these kinds of possible. doctrines and ideologies yeah. where they are trying to, you know, explain that, you know, pedophilia is stigmatizing and shouldn't be used mm. and that children should be introduced to kink. There was yeah. a movie, there was a, sorry, there was a movie that was released on Netflix. Is it um, Cuties? I can't remember the name. Cuties, yes. Thank yeah. you very much. I've never, I I never watched, watched it. it. Never. And I, I, don't, I don't think I will, but apparently the, the gist was you know, the movie was about, I think, a couple of girls, young girls. They could not possibly be as like old tw- as fifteen. Twelve, They're like twelve. Probably because 12, they're so tiny. Thirteen. They I are watched, so small. I watch. You know when you have the um the uh, like the advert, like a preview. T- yeah, the preview. Yeah. So I couldn't watch anymore because I just saw when the girl was grinding in her short shorts, and they were literally zooming in between her legs, and I was like, okay, this ain't right. This I mean, is not right at all. Can you just? I don't just care about the storyline. So, I don't care about the storyline. The 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 storyline might be um trying to be helpful to expose certain things, but the graphics and the actions. There were some scenes that I believe was not necessary. You know, to 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 yeah. identify some whatever it is you're trying to explain to the viewer. You know, for me it was like free exactly. free child porn for whatever pedophiles are out there literally you know and and you know so don't don't think that oh well it's just a western problem mm. maybe not because a very substantial portion of our entertainment is gotten from the western world yeah. and all these kinds of things are finding their way to seep into their into the media companies and all these kinds of things mm-hmm. and i think it it just it it's our responsibility to, I mean, it is anyway, to kind of protect you know, young people from these kinds of extremely perverse 
uh, pampering, doctrine, everything. And, you know, all these kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just so strange. One thing I quickly want to add to this is the effects of um, the of social media. The so, I call it a bubble because social media does not represent the whole of the world. And social media bubble and even the I mean, that's I mean even main, thing, mainstream honestly. media bubble, you know, they are they are creating this um sort of because okay, does this is what I thought when I so I saw this video of um again, I don't know, TikTok. Very good for content, you know, if you want to carry get content, but to sit down and say you are consuming TikTok, it's not healthy. That's what I have to say. But like there's this video of um, you know, the normal woke work um work children um, child maybe she would she look like more like a teenager in her late teens and um pink hair you know standard look and she was crying why was she crying her mother has had enough her mother was kicking out of the house because she she was self-diagnosing herself saying that she's she, she, again let's talk, we need to even talk about the glamour glamorization of um mental illnesses on social media that is a thing like it's so, it's so, it's the trending thing now that people, people that don't even have it claim that they do and they act accordingly. So this particular lady, she claimed that she was Christo, Christ, what's that, I don't say the word. She was just making list of different things and crying to her mother that her mother is evil and blah, blah, blah. Her mother was like, look, I've had enough of this, just go. So what I'm saying is that things like this kind of builds, builds, um, human beings or children who are very disillusioned or is it illusioned to um, what they think they are versus what the world will see them as. So you know how like oh. wherever you go, like people might like you, they might not like you. People might say things or might not say things that would offend you, right? It's up to you that have to, you know, know how you're going to deal with it, your reaction. So you're, you, you have a generation where, let's say America now is a different ballgame, right? You are demanding, you are yelling, everything, everything's going your way. You now carry yourself and move to another country like maybe Dubai or Saudi Arabia or China or even some places in the West like Poland and you want to start shouting and demanding mm-hmm. people <laughs> people to be calling you, you know, they, them, it's Zer and the rest of them. And they're looking at you like, are you mentally okay? And they refuse to call you that. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? Like, because they've so much protected and shielded themselves and every time they demand something you know they get it you know every time they want this they get it you know if they want this to be done or they need to just shout and scream and everything and they get it. you know like a child basically you know train a tantrum yeah. and he gets the sweet that they want so it's like how would you feel let's say you go to a country like india and you're demanding and screaming and they just look at you like you're mad or they even arrest you during you know, how, do you get what I'm saying? Like, the, the contrast would be crazy. You know, it's like, okay, so you're not preparing these young people to actually go forth and actually be strong in the world, but you're preparing them to instead... Mol- trot- you're mollycoddling them. Exactly. You know, these are kind of, God forbid, though, but these are people that once they hear no like this, eh, they will probably feel like they want to kill themselves or this is the end of the world. You know, or when they see that, okay, things are not going their way or the law is different outside. You know, they cannot manipulate the law that they, like the way they do back home. Like it's, it's going to be like a big, 
cultural shock. And again, it could affect them even worse than anyone could imagine. So it's like, these people are not ready for the outside world. Like these people are the type of people that would stay where they are. They can't go outside because not everybody will take their bullshit. I just, yeah. I just think it just brings me back to something else. There's this particular um, lady um, on TikTok. She's, she's a therapist. Yeah, she's a therapist, and she was talking about how she essentially behaved in her own home when someone came over to spend the night or spend a couple of days or mm-hmm. you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And what she said was she took her mattress into her children's room, mm-hmm. stayed there in the room, locked the door, and slept there with her children. Regardless of whoever it was that visited. Because to her, that was, her, that was one strategy she used in protecting her children mm. from, you know, the unthinkable. Because it actually does happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was reading about a story. Um, forgive me if this is a little bit too harsh of a, of a reality, but, uh, you know, it's a story about a grandfather who raped his grandchildren. Hmm. I think, I think I read that. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it sounds like it sounds like something that maybe would happen maybe on another planet or something like that. But you know, it's real. This guy actually did that to his own grandchildren. And it's like, you know, that's like that's what I was like. How anyway, with what this this particular lady said, I think that's one answer or one way in which you can actually protect your children. Obviously, you also want to talk to them and incorporate them into the reality of the world that they live in mm-hmm. by giving them advice mm-hmm. and hopefully equipping them with the tools that they would use to navigate themselves in the world appropriately yeah. across all domains of life, including yeah. sex and sexuality, mm-hmm. because it's very important. Um, social media is one other thing that. You know, that's another headache because I even me, so I just look at it and I'm like, hey, wait, my hey, children don't need, how, don't, how, they don't need how, social how media. Do I, how do I <laughs> they because don't need I mean, it. Everybody, everybody is, no, not everybody, but I mean, almost everybody is just half naked. And I'm like, what? Mm. Like, I deleted Twitter. I've deleted it four times. The only reason why I have it now, I had it back, was because what was the reason behind it? Okay, yeah, during the whole NSARS thing to keep up to date with mm-hmm. um, marches and programs and latest news on, you know, the, the aftermath of the shooting at Lekki mm-hmm. Tollgate. Mm-hmm. That was why I redownloaded it. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, and so you didn't download it for our, for our podcast? Okay. See how and, this and we have pri- priorities. Get, oh my god, I was getting to that. No, mm-hmm, too <laughs> late. I was waiting. I waited for you to mention no. it, and you didn't. So, what do you mean waiting by waiting? It was. Hey, I'll be. Wait, I was wait. waiting. 
and also because of the podcast as well to you know keep up with community and all that that was that's that that's what i use it for well even didn't say properly so basically this is what he's saying he doesn't um use twitter to um share this podcast which is very very sad um yeah so sad so sad shows how much you love this podcast mate. appreciate it though at least you come here to record really appreciate your time and presence <laughs> at least you do the barest minimum we appreciate that anyway <laughs> shame on you i'm not talking to you I, I'm, not, I'm not talking to you i'm not talking to you but you know how you you know they can they can be respectful but also insulting at the same time. You know how you know they can tell someone and just that ever be no shame of where stupid. You're serious. I say I'm not talking to you now. I will say sir. Are you a sir? But you know how that can happen. You know, I just thought to bring that up, you know, just just by the wayside. Anyway, Whatever, we already know how you feel about this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, social media is another thing that I think we actually have to pay attention to. And I'm not really sure what the strategy of that will be. Because, I mean, I don't want to create a situation whereby, or I'm fearful of a situation whereby Let's say, for example, my child feels like they have some sort of develop some sort of inferiority complex because certain elements of socialization, let's say, in this digital world, are something that isn't afforded to them by order well, of their parents. Oh, well, wait. And for them to feel like maybe they are less than in well, some ways. But really think about know. it. Really think about it. We understand the origination and the reason for social media in the first place. But now, do you really think it's really needed in your life as you are now? And think about it as a child Personally, as well. Do you think it would be needed? I don't think it is. I, I I mean, yeah. I mean, because a couple of years ago, nobody had... Apparently and everybody had was fine. Everyone is... I mean, relatively, yeah, fine. It's true. Friends had friends, they made friends, you know, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, you have a phone, you can call, you can text, you can even share, send picture one to another. Why do you need social media for? Personally, you know, I I have restricted the amount of use um, of social media in my own life. Let's really think about it, though. Let's really think about it. What is, why do you really need it for? Okay, you have a child, they want to, why ask them, what do you need social media for? Oh, my friend, okay. You have a phone, yes. You have WhatsApp, yes. You can share photos on WhatsApp, you can text each other on WhatsApp, you can share each other's story on WhatsApp. What else do you need social media for? Are you selling anything? No. Are you selling, as in, ah, are you selling, is there anything you want to buy? No. So why, you can even screen share. You have iPhone, you can screen share. So why do you actually need social media for? For real, well, that, as as you said that now we as you said iPhone, some other parents will say, "What do you do, iPhone? What do you need iPhone for?" Yeah, just, even do you know what? Even as yeah, like as we go as go, moving forward, they will have laptops, right? They will have phones. Even the phone stuff. I don't even. I'm even skeptical of giving phone to a young person, but at this point, it is what it is, right? But you don't. At the end of the day, 
the kids kids don't need social media except to go and look for trouble and put unnecessary um, garbage on the internet that's it if you are the kids look at the kids on tiktok what are they doing why short short and shaking their small yash and talking about uh, i'm going to faint tonight hey killer that's 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 it that's pretty much it nothing else so they're not missing out on anything literally no social media yeah. full stop okay so with with that i think i think the strategy would be as they become aware of the technology and what it can do mm-hmm. or what it enables them to do you should also make them aware of what it actually can enable them to do yeah you know there's, there's a different there's a there's a different tonation okay, where I just said that Teachers, one. professor. And allow, oh my God. And here comes, you know, here comes so, hope with his seriousness. Everybody, shh. Oh, God. Professor has come. Good. Good. He doesn't miss recording <laughs> with me. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> mute. I just pressed the mute button. Thank you. Anyway, I think I think the best way to maybe help them as they become more aware of certain things, in this case, this particular technology, you tell them exactly what they can do with it and tell them what they can actually do with it and give them, you know, show them what the dangers are and, you know, not just put it as, don't, don't come at it with, you know, uh, an authoritarian voice or tone because if you do that it's possible that they just get more curious and are mm, why 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 don't you want me to go there why tell me why you get and mm. you can't underestimate that element in children or yeah. in young adults and all that so i think the best way is to actually be real with them and actually tell them why you have certain viewpoints and certain limits in, on certain topics, on different topics. Because mm-hmm. if your child knows not only the instruction, mm-hmm. but the why behind the instruction, the chances of them you know, uh, gaining from you giving that instruction is a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, as far as I can tell, that's the best way to deal with, you know, especially in this case, hypersexualization and our societies and all that. That's the best way okay. to do that. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Ho, for your um, input. We really um, treasure this. And I hope, like, if you're listening, what are you trying to do? Are you a gang member? I wish you actually, tell you what, we should actually do video. Tell you you're right. We have a YouTube channel where we can see all the shenanigans that we both do on the cam- on camera, literally. I think, I think I'm down for that now. I need to expose you. Oh, I need to expose you. But like, for, um, we'll before, see, we'll before see we end up getting exposed. It's you. <laughs> I'm a prim and proper chick. It's you that's just a guru. Anyway. Anyway, but like before we go, like um, the topic was about the um, what was the topic again? I'm sure that was a listening student. 
Who, who, who cares about the podcast now? What was the topic ah, again? You see, pride comes before it falls. Oh, let, me, let me carry my pride with pride. What is the topic again? Attack of the male and female child. Okay, so if we always said, what would you list? Let's say, because I love making lists. So would you say like, okay, let's say, give me five attacks on the, that has been, um, I don't know the English to use, but give me like five, um, it's true, say areas of Ninja attacks. attacks that have been yeah. Utilized. Yes, against them. Knowingly and unknowingly, against the male and female, boy, girl, child. Well, one one particular one that affects both is hypersexualization in society. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, we should talk about. Yeah. 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 Obviously, kids don't have the tools to fully understand that uh, element of life. So yeah. that's one. Um, I think everything gets encapsulated into that. Although you could say. <clears throat> Um, the you could say I think everything actually goes under that. Okay. So it's like one it's one thing that has like A B C D E F you know so on and so forth. But what, would, what about the but, education side of things? Do you think like there's an attack there as well in child education or children education? Uh, well, let's see. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the that's um, landscape it looks like in mm. Nigeria, yeah, yeah, yeah. except to say that most people, that a large proportion of people are not properly educated, mm-hmm. both boys and girls. Um, in the West, however, it seems like, especially at college level, uh, boys or young men are dropping out and you know um, women are uh, the ones really occupying colleges now and you know you could do this you could do this test um, which I think kind of plays into what I just said about attendance in colleges in the West and all that you know someone made a statement um, we need more female engineers. Mm. And then someone made a statement following up to that and said, we don't need more female engineers. What we need is more competent engineers. Mm. That's the word. So competent and the reason for at least the rationale behind that second statement was be, would be the competence of the individual is far more important than the genitalia that they have. Hmm. And should the most competent person in a group of applicants be a woman, as far as this engineering position is concerned, she should get the job. Based and on if it's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, this armor, and if it's a guy, he should get the job because that statement ignores what you are, your sex, mm. and pays attention to what is actually valuable as far as the job description is concerned. Engineering, yeah. 
So, but increasingly you see people that after hearing the first, the first statement say, oh yeah, that's true. Like, mm-hmm, that's good now. Yeah, you know, and that kind of thing. And this isn't to say that there is no context in which that first statement is invalid. That's not what I'm trying to say. Um, there are people who have been denied positions and opportunities because of purely because of their sex. Um, and obviously it's wrong. In fact, it's a crime in the West anyway. So. It's illegal. It's an illegal thing. So, Please, you know, sorry. As a woman, if you experience such things, please actually well, yeah. take this co- these companies to court. Don't just go online and just um, write all left. Take them to court. Yeah, don't 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 just don't rant. Mm. Ask someone. Take action. Maybe HR or mm-hmm. uh, maybe if you have a mentor or you are privy to legal counsel. Yeah. Take action against. Take action. You know, an organization, an individual mm-hmm. that is you know. Uh, shutting the door towards you because, because you're, a woman. you're a man or because yeah. you're a woman, whatever that is, you know, take action. There are laws that protect you from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as I said, some people will hear that first statement, oh, we need more female engineers, and automatically think that any other statement, for example, the second one it's is against it, is against, you know, uh, which is which couldn't be farther from the truth. Mm. Um, so that is also something, that kind of, that line of thinking is something that I think is in the West affecting boy-child. Mm. Um, it, it kind of feels like in an attempt to help girls, boys need to be put down, mm. um, which yeah. is wrong and doesn't actually help anybody. Um, so, Yeah. I would say that. And then specifically with the girls, I would say, I mean, it all tie, ties down back to, you know, hypersexualization and, you know, girls being exploited mm-hmm. um, and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a way to come back to recording. Um, obviously, we are still in season one. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, upside down podcast um uh, thank you guys if you t- if you listen to this um till this time um you're a real mvp thank you for sticking with us and hopefully you thank you so much hopefully you got one or two things with what we've said and we were able to make sense if not please let us know we will go and train ourselves accordingly <laughs> why did i say that where can I don't they know. let us know where can they interact okay yes so you can let us know um there's always going to be a um place on um spotify or apple Podcasts where you can put in your reviews so please feel free to like do that and also follow us on instagram give us a comment tell us what you think 100 percent. give us a comment tell us what you think um even writing since this um december festive month christmas month um uh, feel free to send us shout out to your loved ones we can also read that on air and um yeah what else what else am i missing um that's pretty much it we'll link we'll link we'll give write out the names of our twitter handles and instagram handles oh always we'll always um, do that 
always if if it's if um yeah, yeah always if check out other um other recordings as well we always um have that on there so um yeah thank you so much guys for listening um thank you for being with us thank you for holding us down even when we were not so consistent like that but we're back and we're better hopefully and um, the christmas period is going to be a bit shaky but we'll try and release a few more episodes before we call it um the end of season one and then yeah you ask anything you want to say mr hove okay maybe not <laughs> do you have anything to say mr hove i do actually <laughs> yes i do i bid you good tidings and i hope that you and yours including your children for the love of god almighty are safe and sound during yes. this period amen yes um, yeah yes and um shout out enjoy to, your day i want to say one thing that really pissed me off so um i stay in the uk and um we had um whiskey for three days um i was able to get tickets because it was sold out and to all the people oh, who bought e- i'm sorry i have to say this i'm sorry to all the people who bought extra tickets no and i care see when you said yours did i stop you no so please hold rest anyway to all the people that bought tickets extra tickets i was selling them for stupid stupid pounds of money I hope you're happy now because nobody bought from you so you have like what wasted money and it's all done good for you anyway thank you everybody bye bye stay blessed I'm out. Yeah, drop mic. Bye. <laughs>